Today on Locked on Rockies, another wave of strong pitching heads to Coors Field. Can the Rockies handle some of the top-level talent, plus changes to the roster, and a word about the Nuggets? You are Locked on Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock on Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 26th day of May in the year 2023. I am your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, your Rockies fan extraordinaire, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. If your team is the Colorado Rockies, well, guess what? You're in the right spot because that's what we do around here each and every single day, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network and on the Locked On Podcast, Locked On Rockies podcast, I should say on YouTube following the team my whole life been bringing you your daily Rockies podcast for three years in case you're wondering who the heck am I we got lots to talk about today as the Rockies get ready to match up against some of the best pitchers in the business make a transaction as well bringing up a hot hitting prospect for the Rockies looking to keep adding on uh, hopefully a little bit more when it comes to some offense and I want to talk a little bit about uh, the Denver Nuggets, and I want to talk about some of the reception they've seen, some of the reception to a a team uh, from Denver being in the playoffs, and 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 Denver not being exciting, and and this that of the and the other thing. So let's first start with the big name, the big ticket item, the big issue, the big question ahead of this Mets-Rockies series. How will the Rockies handle some of the best pitchers of all time? You are, We're going up against two of the best in the business this year. Uh, I guess maybe not this year at the moment, but certainly of all time. Max Scherzer, though, uh, hasn't necessarily been bad this year. 3-2, and two, 4.01 ERA, a whip of 1.19, 27 hits, uh, giving up 31 strikeouts to only 13 walks and allowing 6 home runs big difference uh here as well after uh the rockies took the series from the mets is uh this is a healthier mets team and a much more injured rockies team uh when you uh, let's see what you look up here uh when you look at some of the career numbers for the rockies going up against max scherzer uh the projected lineup uh, nolan jones alan treo and ezekiel tovar obviously not having any uh, sort of at-bats against Scherzer yet. No real surprise there. But we are uh, also looking at uh, not a lot of overall experience, uh, except for Chris Bryant uh, here in this one, who has not fared well against Max Scherzer. 3 for 24, 125 batting average with 12 strikeouts. Ryan McMahon has only gotten one hit off of Scherzer, uh, going 1 for 9 with 7 strikeouts as well. Charlie Blackman has hit two home runs. Same with Jerickson Profar off of Scherzer, so potentially maybe uh, they can sneak in a home run here at Coors. And they racked up a couple of RBIs. Blackman and Profar really the only two Rockies with success in the lineup tonight against Max Scherzer. Blackman going 5 for uh, 8. 18 with two home runs, three RBI, and only five strikeouts there with a 278 uh, batting average against Max Scherzer. And Yurikson Profar, four for 14, two home runs, four RBI, three strikeouts, and a 286 batting average. This is a huge test, especially for Nolan Jones, who was just called up by the Rockies to go up against one of the best in the business and then follow it up with 
Justin Verlander the next day. This is a Mets team that really wants to come in and make some noise and take and, and, and make some damage here against the, the the Rockies here. Under 500 for the Mets on the season so far this uh, this season, 14 and 16. Rockies looking to go above 500 if they can pull off uh, you know a couple, a couple more wins here against the Mets. But this is only a three game set, so if the Rockies are going to win this series, they are going to have to take a win from Scherzer or they're going to have to take a win from Verlander. Really, really difficult to do. And what's really interesting and what's a really big bummer about this matchup tonight for the Rockies here with the Mets and with Scherzer is that Chris Bryant number. We're starting to worry a little bit more about Chris Bryant's overall production and activity at the dish. The singles are great, sure. Those things work. There are there are things that... Uh, it's not like Chris Bryant has necessarily been awful at the dish, but your expectations, your hope for the power and the extra base hits and the slugging of Chris Bryant is a real big issue, and it's compounded and actually enhanced and, and kind of put on bigger display here when you're going up against a pitcher that you've really struggled with in your time against him. The Rockies can't afford to have Chris Bryant going down on multiple strikes in this in this game tonight, uh, in multiple strikeouts, if they want to win this ballgame. They got to have some of these guys that have seen Scherzer before turn around and have some productivity, especially when the top two, uh, the top two in the order have seen some success and had some success against one of the best pitchers in the business and you're back at Coors Field and you've been there for a little bit. I think it's a benefit for the Rockies in this, uh, in this series is because of the, them being at home and playing the Marlins, a good pitching team before this. That I think that does give the Rockies a bit of a boost. But this is going to be a Rockies team that that has to play an overall clean, exciting game of baseball this weekend. Because, again, I think this Mets team really is looking to turn things around here and, and pick things back up here. The Mets, uh, in their last few games against the Cubs there... Uh, took down the Cubs 10 to one yesterday, but dropped the series overall. But uh, that comes back after the the Mets won back to back series uh, there against the Rays and Guardians. The Rays, the best team in baseball. So the uh, the Mets are two and two in their last series. It's interesting uh, when you look at it, dropping the series to the teams that you'd expect uh, kind of maybe the Mets to, to handle the Nationals and the Cubs. Uh, and winning the series against the Guardians and the Mets on the on the inverse there. So another situation where I think the, the Mets fans and Mets themselves are looking at a team where they are confident that they think they can beat and take down, but maybe the same the, the story will continue and the Mets will continue to struggle against the underperforming teams, and maybe the young guys are going to be able to jump out after Max Scherzer and have some success. We've seen, you know, a little bit of walk-off magic might, you know, bring some a little bit of life and energy uh, into uh, Ezekiel Tovar here as uh, he gets ready to face off against Max Scherzer for the first time. Luxe says, if the game gets delayed, it's because they're scared that Charlie Blackman is leading off. You know, that's a good take. The weather be danged. It is uh, the Charlie Blackman. Really causing the delay. They need more time to prepare for the beard, the big bad beard. Charlie Blackman has uh, really been uh, a, a a nice asset to the Rockies this year. Wanted to read 
a little bit from uh, Rene Descartes' uh, Rockies Pitch newsletter here about Charlie Blackman here. Uh, and I want to zoom forward here a little bit. This is probably, however, his last year with the Rockies. He's finishing his career by leaving his mark on the Rockies' record book. Earlier this week, he hit his 298th career double, allowing him to pass Larry Walker and putting him in second place for all Rockies behind only Todd Helton with 592. <laughs> That's just such a funny stat. Second place for all the Rockies behind only Todd Helton with 592. Just a casual almost 300 more doubles from Todd Helton uh, in his career. Uh, then on Wednesday, he hit his 60th triple, which puts him in the lead of all active players. In other words, Charlie Blackman is spending his final year at the Rockies by putting a flourish on his resume. Perhaps a more relevant question for Rockies fan, however, is how is Blackman performing overall this year? The answer is that he's doing better than the projections expected, but he still lacks the power of his former self. Charlie Blackman's having his best season at the plate since 2019, currently has a WRC plus of 107, which far surpasses last year's 89. Zips projected him to have a WRC plus of 94. Although he's only hit three home runs this year, last year he hit 16. He's on track to exceed his double to doubles total of 20 of 2023. With the season just over one quarter finished, Blackman has 12 doubles to his credit. In 2022, he hit 22. His career slash line is 296, 355, and 486. And this year, he's at 280, 370, 433. So he has less power, but a higher OBP, which suggests he's a patient hitter who's even better at getting on base. And that's exactly what you're looking for from Charlie Blackman. That's that Charlie Blackman getting on base is a good thing. And, and yes, we want the power. We want the big Chuck Nasty home runs. But we also have to recognize where Charlie is at his career. I'm less worried about Charlie Blackman hitting less home runs than I am Chris Bryant hitting less home runs. It's kind of why I wanted to talk about that. Charlie's a player where I'm okay with the 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 downturn in power because that's not necessarily it's been a part it's been a tool of his, but it's never been the best tool. It's just one that he had and he's still hitting extra base hits, Charlie Blackman as opposed to Chris Bryant who's doing most of his damage on singles. And so overall, when you're asking me who's having a better season, Charlie Blackman is having a better season. And statistically, it backs it up. The Rockies are going to need both of them tonight. They're going to need all of their batters. They're going to need to score and capitalize on any situation that's given to them when they have multiple runners in scoring position or any runner in scoring position. These, With the pitching talent that the Mets are bringing out in this series, it could be low scoring, and the Rockies have to be the ones that are doing the scoring here. Let's talk about the call-up here. Let's talk about the change to the lineup coming up uh, on segment number two. We'll also have a word about the Denver Nuggets coming up in segment number three. I know that's not Rockies baseball, but I, it's related, I promise. So you're not going to want to miss out on that as I get onto uh, the soapbox today. But hey, I uh, want to talk to you about some of our sponsors, including Rocket Money, who's bringing you today's episode. You can cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash locked on MLB. We're also brought to you by Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs is the place for you to get your shorts for the summer. They're going to take great care of you, and they're going to give you your next favorite pair of shorts. I promise you, I've been rocking them. They're my new go-to shorts for work, for anything. For anything. 
you can see all for yourself all about the fit comfort and versatility they offer at bird dogs and you know it gets it, it's it's the versatility is really a nice thing because they are a really solid look when you're out and about you can do it for, for taking care of business on the golf course or maybe just hanging out with the kids go to birddogs.com slash locked on mlb and when you enter promo code locked on mlb they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs a yeti style tumbler with every order here's mine as uh, I drink, this is my uh, water cup for the show. So you can check it out and all the great pairs of shorts available at birddogs.com slash locked on MLB. Folks, uh, this is indeed the Locked On Rockies podcast. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. And not just there, we're also on SiriusXM. You can find us and all the Colorado Rockies action. First pitch tonight, 640 against the Mets uh, here. You can catch all the action on SiriusXM or the SiriusXM app. Just search Colorado Rockies. You'll be taken where you need to go. And you can also search Locked On Rockies. And you will be all about Rockies baseball, because that's what we do. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. Streaming live on the Locked on Rockies podcast on YouTube. You can be part of the show, just like Lux Ace, when you subscribe and be part of the live chat. Hope you like the new look of the show as well as we continue to, to add some new uh, glances or new little little things about the show. Uh, and Lux Ace in the chat says, Nolan Jones is playing today. I don't know if you said that or not. We mentioned it briefly. It's a big deal. One of the Rockies' uh, moves this offseason was to get Nolan Jones. And Nolan Jones uh, comes into the Rockies looking to make an uh, impression here as someone that is going to try to be making, a, wanting to be on this club, trying to be on this club uh, in a more regular fashion. I think this is someone that the Rockies were are, are really interested in getting uh, involved with their team, he is going uh, to be batting seventh tonight here. And here's a tweet from Thomas Harding. Rockies option will option first base Michael Tolia to AAA Albuquerque and recall corner infield outfielder Nolan Jones. The belief is outfielder Doyle, Brenton Doyle's tight knee injury when he crashed into the center field wall yesterday will not push him to the 10-day disabled uh, the uh, injured list, My uh, mind you. This is uh, from Blake Street Banter yesterday as well. Expect Nolan Jones to be in purple tomorrow. Nolan has been ranking in Albuquerque. He has 17 walks in 18 games in May and an ISO of 3.63. They say it's the new Nolan era. Exciting, exciting day. I mean, this is uh, someone here. Uh, some more stats here from, uh, some, from Thomas Harding on Nolan Jones here. Uh, Jolin, uh, here's his line so far, 356, 481, 711, 12 home runs, 13 doubles, two triples, 42 RBI, and 33 walks against 43 strikeouts. The possibility, the potential of Nolan Jones is great. It's always tough to know how those lines are going to translate from from the ma the minor league level up to the major league level, especially, again, as we've been talking about in this show, going up against some of the best arms in the business but this is that's it that this this again flashes the offensive excitement and potential of rocky's prospects if they can translate it up to the next big league level it also again convolutes and complicates your situation and you got to figure things out especially when doyle comes back and what you're going to do as the season progresses again are we okay with sending Michael Tolia down and giving Mike Moustakas more time? I know Moustakas has come up clutch. I know there's these things. It's just the question of how long do we want to keep turning to that. But with the Rockies continuing to play winning-ish baseball, being in series, not getting swept, 
it absolutely adds the question of st of, of how long it, it, it complicates the timeline of the Rockies pivoting from the veteran guys, I think for them, not so much necessarily for us. I think most people here, and I think myself included and a lot of Rockies fans would be okay if the Rockies made the move and went younger a little bit earlier because even with the Rockies playing this better stretch of baseball in May, they're still well below 500. They're still in fifth place in the NL West. They're still seven games out of 500. Is it really that big of a difference to, to keep squeaking away with some of these wins? Maybe, but it's not necessarily really helping you as the Rockies are currently nine games out of first place uh, with lots of baseball left to go, sure, but uh, a lot of division baseball left to come as well. And so we'll see how the Rockies are really truly going to stack up. I think that would be the ultimate test, I think, for a lot of front office members for the Rockies too, is if this team doesn't play well against division opponents, doesn't make up any ground really before the All-Star or the All-Star game and the trade deadline, it really shouldn't change too much about the approach of 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 moving people, especially if Nolan Jones comes up and has success. Because if Nolan Jones comes up and continues his offensive success and continues to be an absolute dynamic threat when it comes to offense and can contribute on the defensive side in the corners or playing some center field, then this is a team that has got to keep him in the lineup. Those are insane numbers at AAA this spring or this summer. I mean, this is, uh, this is someone that the Rockies are going to have to give a shot to, are going to have to see what he's capable of because when you look at that start and when you look at what he's doing at the AAA level, Nolan Jones is ready for the bigs. He's How much more is Nolan Jones going to get out of dominating AAA pitching? Not so much. It's time to get him major league at-bats and get him prepared to be a contributor at the major league level. Are the Rockies willing? We, we still have to see how much they're willing to commit to playing the young guys. Tolia did uh did did get some playing time he didn't get as much playing time i i, I don't think as I, I necessarily would have hoped for but tolia did get some star i believe a, a start or two in this time up with the rockies and, and did have some time there i know he played in the finale yesterday uh there but uh yeah so here's hoping nolan jones not only continues i mean that's that's the way to make an impression especially if you're nolan jones get called up and go out there and impress against scherzer so it's i mean talk about the the, the biggest test that you can face when it comes to uh uh you're making your your debut here for the rockies at the major league level uh massive massive uh moment there for for him but uh these are both two teams that have gone uh three and four uh, three and two in their last five games uh, two teams that have been playing better baseball of late since then, uh, since they matched up last. We'll see how it all shakes out. Again, uh, Scherzer on the bump there. Connor Siebold for the Rockies trying to hold things down. One and one, five nine seven ERA, a one point six four WHIP in thirty one innings, forty one hits, giving up twenty five strikeouts there to eleven walks and six home runs. Big difference in hits there between the two and more strikeouts there for Scherzer, um, even with Scherzer's struggles. So you can still see even a, a struggling Scherzer would still be better than uh, just about uh, uh, just about the uh, <laughs> any pitcher they had. But, uh, yeah, Luxace does make a good point. They played Moose more than Tolia. They did, but at least we saw some of Tolia. I'd like to see a lot more of Tolia. I, I, I am encouraged by some of the stuff we see from him. And uh, 
Luxace also says MLB barely shows Rockies any love. Rockies win eight and two, no post. Cardinals went eight and two, and they got a post despite having a worse record. Uh, yeah, don't be surprised there. That's duh. <laughs> That's the Rockies, man. Uh, they won't care about the Rockies until uh, they play the playoff, play in the playoffs, or uh, unless if it's someone hit a home run really far. Of course, it's about the only time you'll see any recognition there uh, from on, on the wide on the wide side the wide. Uh, view of the Rockies and it's honestly kind of surprising enough to see Chris Bryant in a Rockies uniform on a national commercial there in those Dairy Queen commercials that's probably the most recognition nationally the Rockies have gotten outside of you know playing baseball in a, in a long long time so uh and, and that kind of leads into our segment number three I, I I am annoyed I'm annoyed by the narrative and the conversation and the things uh said about the Denver Nuggets and I want to talk about it and I want to talk about this and it relates to the Rockies as well it relates to really any sport in Colorado and sports uh, in in uh quote unquote smaller markets and different areas of uh of the country and uh I want to do that coming up in segment number three but before we do that, I want to tell you about Rocket Money, the title sponsor of today's show. And uh, you can stop throwing money away with Rocket Money. It's gonna, it's, it's super simple. What is Rocket Money? Well, it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one, in one place. Folks, admit it. You've done the try it for free 30 days. You've done it, and then you've forgotten about it. You have been paying money for a subscription that you probably forgot about, you probably don't use, and you don't need any more. Plus, they raise the prices all the time, so you don't know even know what you're spending on these services. Rocket Money is going to help you take care of that. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash lockedonmlb. That's rocketmoney.com slash lockedonmlb. Rocketmoney.com slash lockedonmlb. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast, free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you all your favorite Colorado Rockies action on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel. Proud to be your first listen of the day. Hey, we're also available on the Sirius XM app and on Sirius Radio, as is all your Rockies coverage. Just search Rockies and you'll be uh, find your feed there. And you also can search Locked On Rockies and you can find us there as well. And you can all see all the cool stuff going on on Sirius XM. You can also... Check out Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche, Locked On Nuggets, Locked On Buffs for more Colorado sports coverage on the Locked On Podcast Network. Let's talk Nuggets. Crazy, right? This is a Rockies podcast. Why are we talking about the Nuggets? It's because it's the continued neglect, the continued disregard, the continuing sweeping under the rug of greatness not in coastal markets or in your bigger markets. The, to sit there and say the Nuggets aren't interesting, to sit there and complain, oh my gosh, the NBA, the ratings. Oh my goodness gracious, the ratings. They need LeBron and the Celtics in the finals because no one's going to watch. I'm so worried about Who's going to watch the NBA Finals I'm, as I'm furiously typing away and ignoring the fact that the Denver Nuggets have the best player in basketball? 
to sit there and say that it's not exciting, to sit there and neglect the greatness that the Nuggets have pulled off and the excellence and the success that they've pulled off this season and the excellence of play of the players on the court just continues unfortunate, unnecessary, and ridiculous biases from bigger media markets. I do not care as a sports fan to see the same teams or the big markets. I don't need to see Lakers Celtics in the NBA Finals. I want to see the best teams from the playoffs play each other in the NBA Finals. I want to see the best team. And guess what? If you, as much as you can deny it and say everything you want, the Nuggets were the best team and one of the best teams in basketball. They were the number one seed in the East. This is a dominant Denver team that gets disregarded because of Denver, because it's not LA, because it's not New York. I, I think people don't understand that Colorado, that Denver and Colorado itself has two of the biggest cities in the entire United States, yes, it's not in the top 10, and you got to go into the top 20 for Denver, but in the top 50 biggest cities in the United States, all of the United States, Colorado has two of them in Denver and Colorado Springs. Denver is bigger than Oklahoma City. It's bigger than Nashville. It's bigger than Vegas. It's bigger than D.C. It's bigger than Detroit. It's bigger than Portland. It's bigger than Boston. It's bigger than Baltimore. It's bigger than Milwaukee. It's bigger than San Sacramento. It's bigger than Atlanta. It's bigger than Miami. All of these places have bigger markets or they have these, these long histories. To, ne to neglect and deny the fact that these teams uh, can't be good or they're not interesting or they're not good for the league or they're not good for viewing because they're not one of these teams in cities that are, in fact, smaller than Denver, Colorado and smaller than the population of the region that Colorado sports teams serve. You're out of line. You just don't watch any other team outside of yourself. And that goes for all of the coverage. Listen to the broadcast and how they talk about how they talked about the Nuggets versus the LeBron James and the Lakers. After the Nuggets swept LeBron James to go to the finals, they spent the initial out of the first two minutes of the broadcast, they spent more time on LeBron James and Anthony Davis than the celebrating Denver Nuggets. We saw more of sad Lakers than celebratory Nuggets on the broadcast. And just because of it being LA, just because of it being LeBron does not matter. There's an entire market, there's an entire section of the entire of the United States that cares deeply about this team and the regional sport and the region that's represented by Colorado sports teams. It's the same thing when the Rockies are good. It's the same thing when the Rockies greatness gets neglected. And the same thing that everyone says when they have to play Colorado teams. It's same excuses. It's the same lame narratives. It's the same lazy analysis and neglect of Colorado sports. It is just really, and it neglects the fact that, the, that, that, that Colorado has a history of success in two out of the four major pro sports. The Broncos have won many multiple Super Bowls. The Avalanche won the Stanley Cup and have won last year and have won multiple cups. It's a city that continues to grow. It's a city that continues to have influence. It's a city that continues to be one of the places that people want to go. It's a place that can that that people will continue to hear and see the name, not maybe just because they don't make the playoffs as consistently as others, because there has been a history of of of, of shakiness. 
But these are teams of excellence and these are players of excellence. And to neglect and to say that they aren't important or they're not as good or blah, 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 because they play in Denver is ridiculous and it's lazy and it's frustrating as someone who will forever and always will be a Colorado sports fan. You can try to look in every direction, find anything under a rock and look wherever you want to look. But there is no denying that Nikola Jokic is the best player in the NBA. Does not matter. He didn't win the MVP this year. Well, guess what? The MVP got knocked out two rounds ago. He's been sitting there watching another series while Nikola Jokic is helping his team get to the finals. Bob, we got to focus more on LeBron. We got to focus more on AD. I've heard more about Anthony Davis than I have heard about Nikola Jokic. And that is a joke. It is just unfortunate that these teams that aren't in again this is not a small city denver colorado is a top 20 biggest city in the entire united states bigger than boston massachusetts so bigger market than just boston more people this has to change it has to change it has to change because it's lazy and ignorant and if they continue to just d disregard excellence in Colorado, I will continue to call it out because it's lame. And <laughs> excellence in, at mile high deserves to be highlighted just like it does for any other team. Folks, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Rockies, Mets, all weekend long. Have a wonderful holiday weekend. We will be live on Monday bringing you some coverage here on the Locked on Rockies podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, Shout-outs to Lux Ace and good day, good prayers. Kevin Greenho here in the live chat today. You can be part of the show. And uh, subscribe to Locked on Rockies on YouTube. First pitch, 640 tonight, SiriusXM app or SiriusXM to catch the action and folks, until next time, this has been Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked on Rockies podcast.